All right, boys. Well, there was some soccer that was played this weekend, but really, I think the news of the week was all the controversy that happened in sport. The FA canceling football matches left, right, and center. UEFA can't figure out how to uh, how to draw teams for for a knockout stage competition, and uh, the FIA gave uh, gave Max Verstappen a uh, a world championship in F one. Uh, but this is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're tuning in from. Thanks for listening. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. Up up top with me is Brad. He supports Chelsea. Down below, eating a disgusting, abhorrent, nasty pickle <laughs> is uh, is Sean. Uh, he supports Tottenham, although I'm not even sure that's a real football club anymore because I haven't seen them play. Okay, so he's got a pickle, and he, now he's chugging his Red Bull. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Sean can tell us about that Red Bull here in a little bit. Um, but can we talk about how his pop filter like blocked out all yeah. of the sound from the pickle? Oh no! And then from the Red Bull? Yeah, everything. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There we go. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> now this is just getting awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah. So before we really, really dig into what we've got for you tonight i would love it if you're new here you're listening to three clowns make jokes about pickles and red bull um hit that like button hit the subscribe button follow us give us uh you know five star rating on on whatever platform you're listening to leave us a comment um because your comments are what we talk about and that pickle is a kind of i wouldn't say it's a running joke but it's definitely something that we're going to talk about here in about 30 seconds because some of our commenters have some uh, significant opinions about pickles. Um, They're all but, wrong. Um, but yeah, so that if you could do all those things, rate us five star on Apple Podcast or iTunes, whatever you got, um, we would really appreciate it. Um, and we definitely wouldn't want anything to befall you or any kind of inconvenience to uh, <clears throat> to come into your life. Yeah, isn't that isn't that right, Sean? Yeah, because if you if you do not rate, subscribe, uh, rate, rate, review, subscribe, drop the follow button then what's going to happen to you is your microwave is not going to be up to par. It's not going to be on the same level of intensity. So you're going to have to adjust all of your microwave times to a lower power microwave. Oh no. So like, Ooh. like it's like, it's like foods rated for like a thousand watt microwave and you only got like yeah. an 800 watt microwave. 800. And you got to do math of like, all right, I need, I need like 25, oh. 25% more time. I couldn't. That's yeah. and that's, that's you don't, you don't want do that. that. To you. you don't want that to happen. You to end you. up with like either a uh, a frozen glacier hot pocket or a, a you know burning lava hot pocket, and then you screwed either way. I think I'm gonna go resubscribe just to make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, unsubscribe and resubscribe. No, don't do that. Yeah. Just just I'll do that. Just, go, just create go, a new account. Go to your girlfriend or your wife or your boyfriend or your husband or um, get on their computer and subscribe that way. Um, yeah. Steal, you don't steal their the iPhone. Micro- you don't want to have to microwave hot pockets for three three minutes and twenty seven seconds. <sighs> yeah, that'd be tough. <laughs> so we would really appreciate if you guys did that for us. Um, so what we have for you guys tonight, what we got going on this evening, of course, as always, we're gonna hit those comments uh, from last week. We're gonna talk about the results uh, in match weeks sixteen and about <clears throat> I would say eighty percent of match week seventeen, uh, but we have had some games postponed, so. Uh, 
that reduces the percentages a little bit. Um, and uh, then we'll look forward to uh, match week 18 coming up at the weekend and the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, uh, Carlin Cup, whatever you're whatever you're calling it, depending on when you started watching football, uh, that 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 cup. Um, we've got the quarterfinals of those next midweek. Uh, so we'll hit on that uh, before we're out. We'll talk a little bit of Champions League because uh, we did have the draw um, and the redraw. Um, so the UEFA corruption is, you know, on full blast. Um, so for our point. But yeah, so we're going to we're going to hit some comments real quick. Um, first and foremost, uh, so this pickle conversation, uh, it stems from the fact that I think Brad and Sean had a bet about something. I don't know what it was, but the outcome of that bet was Brad was supposed to eat a pickle. It was the Chelsea points. I still owe the, oh, the that's right. listeners a pickle. Yes, because Chelsea were supposed to amass Eight, six, 16. 16 points over six games or something like that. Okay, yeah, we had 15. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you were wrong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were wrong, and Sean and I were right. Um, and so your punishment was supposed to be to eat a pickle, but Brad's been going on a pickle strike because pickles are hot garbage piles of garbage um which is why it was a a useful bet against you brad because you don't like pickles um yes and so it keeps coming up and uh we've had quite a bit of people sounding off in the in the comments um so we've got sorry i I, I couldn't hear you guys over the sound of crunching pickles what was going on uh take your desecrated cucumber and get (laughs) out of here um but we've had we have two opinions on pickles right now. So we have uh, Brett and Jimmy, who are both anti-pickle. They they are pickle pickles are trash crowd. Um, now Kate, Kate says not all pickles are trash. Brett, but bread and butter pickles are flaming piles of garbage. Um, I I agree with her. So you're you're a pickle connoisseur, Sean. So that, you that have, is the, that so is the bread and butter pickles terrible. Yeah, they're like sweet. Yeah, they're like you don't get the pickle flavor. I want the pickle flavor. Mm. Um, there was one night oh. I was out. I was out at the bar with some friends, um, and someone ordered a, a round of whiskey for the group. And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I like I like whiskey." And then he ordered a, a chaser of Mountain Dew, is what he told us it was. But yes, to your point, Sean, it was not a Mountain Dew. It was a pickleback. And I, you know, I drank my whiskey. I enjoyed it. I think it was just like Jack. So it was like nothing serious. Um, so like I drank it, and then I was like, you know, I'm not really into Mountain Dew that much, but I'll have a sip. That shit was Ugh. pickle juice, and I was incensed. Incensed. I cannot. It was Chucky Davis. If you're listening to this, I remember that, and I will never forget. I will never forget. Downtown Rome. Chucky Davis. We owe you a beer for that one. You're a real hero here. <laughs> he's chug pickle juice. He's That's a, amazing. He, he's out there saving lives. I think in Ohio and West Virginia. He's a. He's a pediatrician and doing 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 good work, um, but yeah. Uh, so those are the two comments or the three comments technically about pickles. Um, Jimmy had another comment for you, Sean. Though he, uh, well, before before we do that, okay. Can I can I as you read Jimmy's comment? Sure. Can I show you guys how big of a pickle jar I had to buy to get one singular pickle for this podcast? I would yes. like to see it. I, I have another pickle joke, another pickle story I could bring up um, while you're getting that. Um, every year, my wife's office has a has a, a Christmas party, and 
Uh, it's like we do like a gift exchange game. You know, everyone, you know, some people call it like a white elephant game or, you know, whatever. Um, so like there's like everyone brings a gift and it's like a cheap gift and then it's wrapped up. Yeah. Okay. There we go. This is exactly, this is my story. Um, one year I don't like pickles. So I bought a jar of pickles that was that size and I wrapped it up. And for the last four years, for the last four years at this Christmas party, that giant jar of pickles has been coming back. It's now almost a year and a half out of date. And I told the person who took the pickle jar home this year that they have to bring it back next year. It's now a staple at this Christmas party. Wow. Um, but it's, it's serious what business. When you, what happens when you end up with the uh, pickle jar? I put it in my garage and I bring it back to the next Christmas party in a year. I think you have to eat one. No, 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 no. Oh, they're out of date now. Yeah, they're, so? they're, they're this, disgusting. This pickle jar, for those not watching on YouTube, this pickle jar is bigger than my face. It's one of those pickle jars. Massive. Um. So, so, so here we go. Sean, Sean, I want, I want your reaction on this because, um, Jimmy's point, he says, Sean, hold on. I know I see him. I, I'm going to give him a, I'm going to let him come back into the frame and then I'll finish it. Cause he can hear everything that we're saying. He just can't respond. Right. He's away from we want to see that facial reaction for, for our YouTube listeners. And then we will describe it for, right. our, for our podcast listeners. So Sean, Sean looks a lot better when he wears his LSU gear and not his garbage Clemson stuff. Clemson stuff. What what say you, Sean? That J- Jimmy clearly hasn't been watching YouTube <laughs> own any LSU gear. So you own no LSU gear? No. Do I, you- I don't know if Jimmy's aware of this, but Clemson's colors are purple and orange. Oh, so is your claim that your uh You're your purple stuff purple? is is just Clemson stuff? Yeah, now, why? Jimmy is Jimmy's the type of person that's going to scour through our our, our, our our content and figure out why well, he claimed this. Okay, you're stupid. Moving on, <laughs> we're going <laughs> we're going to Will's comments. Um, so his first comments about uh the concussion substitutes. Um, I I would imagine that this must have come up in Italy this week because he watches it mostly Italian football, or did it happen in England? But it happened in England. So apparently there was there was a, a, a concussion substitution. Now, so this is a rule that that just came in place that um like two or three years ago. Yeah. yeah, that you can make a substitution if a player is if there's a concern about concussion for that player. And it doesn't um, count against your three. And it doesn't count against your your allocation yeah. of of substitutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never personally, I don't remember ever seeing it um, in an Arsenal game or in any English games that I've watched. Um, but he he also wants to know what our opinions are of it. Um, what, how do you how do you feel about it, Brad? Good rule, bad rule, don't care. I'm for it. Okay. I don't see. I don't. I don't look like if a concussion. If we're doing brain injuries and we're to take them seriously, right? And you're. Yeah you're to be out of the game, then your team should not be punished. Yeah. Right. And I think there needs to be an assessment done to make sure it is a concussion because team, you know, so it's not abused, but I am a hundred percent for the protection of players. So how would you, the problem is like, if there's a genuine fear for concussion, um, then like, that's all that really matters, right? Is that there's a genuine fear for concussion, then you make that sub. So like, and even if it turns out that there's not a concussion, there is still a genuine fear. So like, it doesn't seem to me that there would be, it would be rife with abuse. Like, I think that there might be abused situations like every now and then, but it seems to me that it would be very, very far. Like it wouldn't happen very frequently that the situation would be abused. Right. But enough, enough safeguards in there so that, that it isn't, something that can happen more regularly. 
That's it, fair. It's and, re- it's really hard to fake a concussion. True. I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. And and it, the test isn't hard. The NFL has had a test for years since well, they've been doing the concussion protocols. That well, like the, the NFL has like a has third party doctors that 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 like yeah. make those calls, right? But the thing about like like about soccer about about soccer compared to other sports is that substitutions are permanent in soccer and you're only allowed three or five depending the league that you're playing in so like substitutions matter so much more in soccer than they do in american football because in 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 a individual between plays on american football like you're making substitutions multiple substitutions generally so it, since you have a fluid substitution system, it's a lot easier to have that third party be like, okay, you're out. But could you imagine, Brad, if a third party doctor yanked Eduardo Mendy like 25 minutes into a game and like you, you're stuck with Keppa for the rest of the game in like, a, a, you know, like a, the second leg of a Champions League knockout stage, like, like you're in the semifinals, you're in the quarterfinals or something like that. And the third party doctor yanks Mendy out. And the substitution's permanent. He can't like you're just stuck with Keppa. But would you? But I see your point. But would you? Would, would I want concussed Mendy? No, in the net with no, Keppa or instead of Keppa? Of course not. But like what? Like like the 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 NFL has a super quick I'm with you trigger. And I I think if the if the um if we're not doing third party doctors right. I think the safeguard is that concussion pullouts like if the team decides that you got to go because of the concussion you don't get to play the next game if you're not using the substitute right if 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 it's outside of the three that that person has to sit the next game oh. i think that solves the problem okay better than a third-party doctor interesting because then you're not going to abuse it right because it's the 85th minute and you need to get a striker on so somebody pretends to have a concussion yeah so you can get somebody on okay that person just can't play the next game the concussion person can't play so it's like a, it's it, like a, it's like a forced it's like a forced rest game, correct? Which probably should happen anyways if you have a concussion. Like, yeah, medically you can't play three days later and have somebody hit your head or have a ball hit your head. That's silly. Yeah, I never heard that before, but that would be an interesting thing to study. Um, I do you have anything? I just think, yeah, I just think uh, like a scenario. Not that these are the same things, but like a scenario with with Christian Erickson, like I don't I don't know the I don't really remember specifically what happened, but should Denmark have been charged a substitution to sub out Christian Erickson? No. Yeah, like, that's tough. Like, that's tough. So but, I think it, I think the same scenario applies. To but that's kind of like the nature of football: is that like if somebody gets injured. They come off. That's when your substitutes. If somebody gets injured and you've yeah. used and you've used all of your substitutes, that's unfortunate. But like that happens in football, it happens yep. infrequently, but it does happen. Um, we've all seen like pictures of the defender putting on putting on the goalie jersey and the goalie gloves to yeah. play in goal. Harry, Harry, Harry John Gaines. Terry. Yeah, I'm thinking Harry, yeah, Harry. John Terry famously did it. Harry, Harry Kane. Terry. Harry Kane tried to defend a, a penalty when Luis <laughs> went out went on top. Oh wow. I said it that way because he did not successfully Tried defend. To defend. <laughs> yeah, I was the uh, I was the I was the backup goalkeeper for FC McCrary, and I was I played forward for us. So uh, Harry Kane did the uh, Sean Sudbury impression where he thought he could save it. <laughs> awesome. Hey, I'm, hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, can we rerun those numbers for Jorginho? Oh, we'll get we'll get to that. I'm sorry, we'll get we'll get to that. Wow, this man is flexing on 
double penalty beating Leeds. Leeds that just got slapped seven nil by City. He's flexing. We, that's because he's that's flexing we two penalties. Wow. Okay. He's softening him up. Okay. Yeah. Sure, Brad. All right. Uh, Will's next comment. Um, this is regarding the Champions League uh, and going into Russia in December is never easy, which is why he was saying a couple days back, match days back, uh, to not take a favorable result for granted. But Chelsea handled their business before going to Russia, so it didn't matter. Um, but then he turns his attention to the uh, the, the draw and he says. Uh, he brings up this <laughs> a draw that happened a couple years ago where every before they do the official draw, they do like a dry run. And so UEFA did the dry run. And then when they did the official draw, the official draw and the dry run were exactly the same. And so you're like, you're, you're scratching it. So so to set this up for you guys, if you're not aware, UEFA no, had no. UEFA had their their draw for the round of 16 this week, and they had a draw. And then it came out that there were irregularities with it, like 30 minutes later, and then an hour afterwards or something, they announced that they were going to redraw everything. And apparently, um, a team made it into the pot that wasn't supposed to be eligible, and so they got taken out of the pot, but never got put back no, into the pot. Yeah, it was, Man- it was Manchester United, but it doesn't matter. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I, it's it's funny. Um that, that they screwed this up so hard, so bad. So the original draw had PSG and Manchester United uh, matched up against each other. No, but PSG, uh, Madrid, it had uh, yeah. United yeah. with Atleti. And everybody wanted to see PSG Madrid. PSG Madrid was the first one. Oh, yeah. wait, no, that's, that's the so second version. The original, original draw. draw was PSG United. Yes, yeah. you're correct. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but United, United won their group and PSG won their group. So they shouldn't have been in the same pot. Yeah, right? it's because when so they they drew somebody, they drew somebody, and then the next one they drew was United, and United weren't supposed to be in the pot, so they took United out of the pot, drew again, but they never put United back into the pot. So like then United were excluded from certain possibilities where they could have been drawn. A- anyway, the, the the draw ended up like this. So quick rundown for the draw for you guys. So Salzburg is playing Bayern. Uh, Sporting is playing City. Benfica is playing Ajax. Chelsea has Lille. Uh, Atletico Madrid playing United. Villarreal are playing Juventus. Inter are playing Liverpool, and PSG are playing Real Madrid. Um, what are you? What's your? Uh, what's your gut feeling on that, Brad? Uh, it was the same draw as the first time for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, our best possible outcome. So we only had four teams we could play: uh, Lille, Ajax, um, Real. Oh, yeah. Ajax, Bayern, whatever, Lille, and Bayern. Yeah, so Ajax, Bayern, and Lille, and Madrid, Real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, and yeah. Real, so that's, so that's that's we cool. had the best possible outcome both times. Yes. Well, United tried to mess us up, and it didn't work. <laughs> it, you either wanted Ajax or Lille, and right, but Lille is a dumpster fire right now. I believe they are, um, like in the bottom half. Like they're doing worse than uh, than Tottenham or Arsenal. <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, okay, we'll buddy. we'll look at the That's... table. We'll see how how worse Arsenal is doing, Brad. Yeah, um, love it. So, but yeah, that's how the draw broke down for the uh, the Champions League. Um, that's all we're going to talk about the Champions League for tonight because we don't need to worry about the Champions League until Mar- February. Um, and then, uh, Sean, this is this is Will's most important comment that he made. He said, "This is two parts. The first part is." should be a spicy formula one segment coming up today and then he also brings up the world chess championship uh so shout out to jan uh 
for putting up a good fight against Magnus and conducting himself so professionally with the press during the World Chess Championship. Shame he couldn't recover from the classic Game 6. But Magnus is saying that he might not defend the title, so maybe he'll be able to give it another shot. A um, couple things to break down there. We're going to talk World Chess Championship first before we talk about F1. Um, so World Chess Championship, Magnus Carlsen is the five-time reigning World Chess Champion. He beat Jan uh I'm just going to say Jan. I'm just oh, going to say no, Jan. No, no, uh, no, go ahead. Nepo. Nepo. Yeah, just Nepo is Nepo. how. I think it's uh, Nepo Nianchi, something like that. It's Russian. I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, he beat Jan uh, 7535. Um, essentially, Jan had a blunder in game six. Uh, and just never recovered. Um, seemed like he kind of gave away game 11. Uh, he needed he needed to pick up three games going into game 11, and it looked like he threw... He kind of seemed like he threw game 11 because he didn't want to keep going. It's what it seemed like. Um, but, yeah, so that's... I know you guys are big chess players. Were you guys paying, paying attention to the uh, World Chess Championship? Other than yeah. keeping up with it, I was not... I try to watch. I try. I, I always try to watch a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. Magnus is amazing. Magnus is a beast. Oh my gosh! Um, I, I he, just, he took that game six and just ran with it. Yeah. Um, right. Normally, what Magnus does is the past couple have been kind of boring because it was like fourteen straight draws or ten straight draws to get to blitz, which is where Magnus is even like more of a prodigy. Is his blitz and his like Armageddon chess. Um, so to see him actually play classic chess that well, I think one of the games with between him and Jan was like the most perfect game played by humans ever. Well, he, they played they played one game that was like the longest game ever played in the World Chess Championship by moves. Yeah. Played like 170 moves or something like that. It was over eight hours. It was close to eight hour game. Um, and of I course, I think the, that also was one like the most perfect moves. Like they didn't make a mistake that entire game. Yeah, but but Magnus won that game. No, oh, sorry, it wasn't that game. It was the, uh, it was either the game before. It was the game before that one that was the most perfect game played. And it was a draw. Um, yeah, and it was a draw. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like Magnus. Uh, he's funny on Twitter. He's a Real he's Madrid a, fan, so like that doesn't help him. But uh, and he he does. Uh, I think he finished like third in FPL last year for like full season points. Oh, there was a I think the Premier League. Yeah, I don't remember where he finished first, last year. Second, but there third. was one. There was, the top three. there was one point where he was at like the top of the table, like of globally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for a good amount of time. Um, I, I would say that, that that like Magnus, I don't like. So I'll lead seamlessly into our next conversation. <laughs> okay, uh, tell us, Mag Magnus. I, I don't like Magnus. Because he plays the safe option and is does it so seamlessly, he he will he just easily wins and draws games. He right. does what he needs to win. Sean, I disagree. Sean, who do you like more, Magnus Carlson or Lewis Hamilton? Uh, Mag Magnus, Magnus, Magnus. Yeah, yeah. Magnus okay. Yes. All right. All right. Well, speaking speaking of Sir Lewis. Um, Let's, uh, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't yeah. properly address him. Yeah, you need to put some respect on his name because that's uh, that's Sir Lewis Hamilton. Uh, 
I don't I don't know anything more than that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's next. <laughs> We're Americans. We don't do we don't do queens and knights. Sorry, and stuff we got like a that. couple swords on his shoulder. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, quick quick recap of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix uh, because we don't want to spend too too much time on it. But uh, Lewis Hamilton overtook Max Verstappen on uh, on he turn uh, from the, from the start. Uh, Max Verstappen forced Lewis Hamilton off the course uh, on turn six, uh, which allowed Lewis to uh, take the lead. He uh, he drove through the curve or whatever it's called. I don't know. Got the lead. Like, didn't okay. didn't uh, didn't Slow relinquish didn't relinquish yeah. the lead until lap fifty eight after the race director all, had all made 58. a uh, made a blunder uh, of a safety car after uh, misapplying the rules, uh, not allow allowing five of the eight lapped cars to unlap themselves and then pulling the safety car on the same lap, um, thus allowing. Max Verstappen to uh, be racing on the last wrap against Lewis Hamilton on fresh soft tires where Lewis uh, had hard tires that he'd been racing for over 40 laps. Uh, so yeah, like the, the FIA basically handed uh, handed Max the, uh, the championship, right, I Sean? Just, I just would like to know why you think cheating and cutting the course is acceptable. Uh, why do you think that uh, almost crashing into someone's acceptable, Sean? He had plenty of room. Ah. That's called good racing. That's called good racing. I don't know what happened, but that sounds like some good racing to me. Sir Lewis was given space on the outside, and he was supposed to concede the spot. Max was ahead. That is what happens in Formula One. Yeah, until until Max was driving into Lewis. Uh, Lewis did what he had to do to protect his car. The stewards investigated it, found out that Lewis gave back any advantage that he had. Um that was a ridiculous claim. He certainly benefited from it. Um, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what are you doing? He, as what soon are you as doing, he, James? Why'd you admit that? As, as soon as he went through the turn, he gunned it. Oh yeah, he crushed like, it. A, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Hammered the guy. Oh, he's, he's in that DRS zone I a little bit early. That. I'm pushing that button. Yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god. Yeah, he gunned it. Um, like live when I was watching it, I was like, "What the?" F- <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure you were watching it like, oh, he's gonna have to give that spot back anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, and he never, and like he's gone. Like yeah. at that point, like the, the lead's like a second and a half, which he ends up pulling out to like twelve seconds. Yeah. So like, that, so we in a in the pre pre just a little behind the scenes pre pod, we were talking about the strategy of if you if you don't watch Formula One, Brad, uh, if you don't watch Formula One. <laughs> What, what, basi- what basically happened <laughs> is Max, when you when you do, when you do <laughs> Q two, so there's three qualifying sessions. When you when you end Q two, whatever tires that you are on, you have to use at the start of the race. So what happened was he put Max put it in his qualifying run, and then scorched the tires. He got a flat spot on it because he locked them up. And he couldn't use them. So they had to rush him back into the pits to put on soft tires to put down a better lap to make sure he didn't fall out of Q Q2. So he had to start the race on soft tires. Yeah. So the the plan would have been because he was behind Lewis, because of that kerfluffle and turn six, he had to save the tires for as long as he possibly could. If he was in front of Lewis he would have gone on a two-stop and, and pushed it as hard as he could before he had to come in. 
so like it completely changed the race by Lewis cheating. You know, talk about cheating. Uh, Sir Mike, Lewis, I'm sorry. Michael Massey cheated. That's, and that's the, that's the uh, Formula One race director. Um, he uh, misapplied the rules real, real hard uh, with unlapping cars and the safety car. Um, I don't I, I don't, I, I don't I, mind I, to say it that I rewatched the race and I with with a fresh mind, clean mind, not a biased mind, I'll rewatch it today. FIA fucked up. Yeah, Lewis <laughs> they, got that, they, got that, they got that fully wrong. Yeah, um, but we'll see we, what happens we, with that. We'll, we, we'll see what happens talked, with that. We talked about it before, James. It should have been a red at fifty three. Yeah, it's, probably. It, that, was, that that answers everything. It should have just been a red red flag. Yeah, that would have that would have made for the best ending. Um, yeah. It might have been awkward, but. That's probably the only thing they could have done that would have made it better. But I don't know. Anyways, um, all right, we'll I'm, not, I'm not a huge F1 fan, and we've just spent 30 minutes yeah, talking we, about things that aren't what we're supposed to talk about. So let's talk about hey, some football. Get off right. these indie cars and get in some football. Um, let's okay. talk about the Premier League. Um, we've, sure. Since since we last spoke to you guys, uh, we've had all of Match Week 16 played sans Spurs, and then we've had the majority of Match Week 17 played sans uh, Manchester United and uh, Burnley because of the Omicron outbreak that's happening in their clubs respectively. Um, but I'm going to quickly, quickly give you guys all yeah, the, quickly give you guys the scores, quickly give you guys the scores so I can go to the table. Um, so on Friday, we had match week 16 starting off with Brentford hosting Watford. Uh, that was my pick of the week. Um, Brentford win that game two to one, two goals very late in that game. Uh, City are hosting Wolves Saturday morning. City beat Wolves 1-0. Arsenal hosting Southampton. Arsenal win 3-0. Chelsea hosting Leeds. Uh, get gifted a victory with two penalties. Win 3-2 Chelsea. Um, Liverpool are hosting Aston Villa. And Steven Gerrard's return to Anfield as a Premier League manager. Liverpool win that game 1-0. Norwich hosting United. Uh, Manchester United win that 1-0. Uh, Brighton and Spurs were was postponed due to COVID and Spurs uh, having an inability to control their players. Uh, Burnley hosting West Ham, nil-nil draw. Uh, Leicester hosting Newcastle. Leicester win 4-0. And Palace get back in the right direction, beat Everton 3-1. Um, hey, Sean. Sean, I got a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Is there is there such thing as a captain bounce? Like when you get a new captain, is there is like does the team get a bounce? <laughs> no. Can we talk about the most Arsenal thing ever? <laughs> hey, listen. All right, so we have this striker, and he's late to everything. So, like, we're going to not make him the captain anymore. So, who do we make the captain? Let's get the other thirty-year-old striker that's leaving in six months, and let's give him the armband. That makes so, so much sense. Let me set this up for you all, friends. What Brad is referring to is yesterday. Arsenal stripped Pierre uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang of his captaincy at Arsenal Football Club. Uh, he had been the captain for about eighteen months since uh, Granite Xhaka was stripped of the captaincy <laughs> after telling the Arsenal fans to fuck off after being subbed that. off. Um, how do you how do you forget about this? Arsenal are the gift that keep giving. So if we if we run through if we run through Arsenal captains recently, William Gallas quit on the team. Mm-hmm. William Gallas, he's a former Chelsea player, quit on the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cesc Fabregas uh, basically put in a strike to go to uh, Barcelona. Uh, Van Persie put on a strike to go to uh, to go to United. Uh, (laughs) 
Uh, Mertesacker, Vermaelen were always injured. Uh, Koscielny went on strike to leave Arsenal. Uh, Xhaka told the fans to fuck off, uh, got got booted, and uh, Aubameyang can't show up on time to anything, got booted. So what happened was Aubameyang... Uh, and Lacazette is out of contract in six and three yeah, months. Yeah, well, Lacazette hasn't been named captain. He hasn't been named captain. He was the vice captain, so he has been filling in that role, but he's not the official captain. Um, oh. So we don't have an official captain at the moment. But what happened was Aubameyang got uh, got an agreement from Arsenal to fly to, to France to bring his mother, who is sick, back to England. Uh, the club agreed, said, hey, make sure you come back, and then on Wednesday night, report to the training center, get a, get a COVID test so that you can train on Thursday with us. Aubameyang doesn't show up at the training center on Wednesday night. He shows up at Thursday morning for training and he was on time for training, but he couldn't train because he hadn't had a COVID test because he'd been traveling. Um, And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Apparently he's been late a lot. Um, And I I mean, like, honestly, though, can you blame him? Like he comes from Dortmund where they're in the Champions League every single season. Gets to Arsenal, gets into Europe, like has a Champions League run, then is in Europa League, then is. Are they in the Conference League, Sean? No, they didn't. Make oh, they're it. not. Okay, okay. So like, you're not in Europe. You're you're you know you're at the end of your career. It's it's like, what else? What else can you expect from a striker like that? Like, I don't know. He's making three care. making three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. I expect him to score some goals. Um, yeah. instead of missing that sitter that he came in on at the end of the game, <laughs> hey, Pete, I, I guess we'll talk about it. But he probably would have closed that penalty to, penalty today that Lacazette didn't. Uh, it doesn't matter. Won the game. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it was actually a really well taken penalty, and Fabianski just no, made a really good save. It was no, strong and low to the side; like it could have been a little bit further to the corner, but but Fabianski had that entire corner covered. You don't you don't go to the ground. Well, yeah, but I mean, what, what are you hey, talking hey, Sean, about, Sean? Sean another move. Well, hold on, hold on, Sean. Okay, tell me, yeah. tell me, tell me about your penalty. Tell me about your penalty saving uh, techniques, Sean. I'm curious about this. I always go the Andres Pirlo in the World Cup. Andres. Andres Pirlo. And, uh, Andres Pirlo. Okay, great. Um, yep. Never heard of you Andres. Did, you, never. I've never heard of Andres Pirlo. Did I get that wrong? Andrea. Andrea, sorry. <laughs> Andrea. I got Andreas. one letter wrong. All right, one letter. Typical. Um, All right, Andrea Pirlo. Yeah, you just, just, ball, just throw, throw it right down the middle. Yep. So, so this is gonna be like the weirdest week, right? Like Tottenham's not playing and Arsenal is winning. Like, what is going on in soccer? Arsenal's up to fourth, bro. Wow. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So. It's- Brad, only- tell me, tell me, tell me about this Chelsea Leeds game. Um, so tell me, tell me why, tell me why I shouldn't turn my nose up at this and be like, this is a bad result. Well, I mean, clearly it's not a bad result, but like this is How's an, embar- bad result? It's an embarrassing result for Chelsea. How was it embarrassing? We won. Yes, you you beat Leeds three to two with two penalties, okay. and then Manchester City, who is also going for the title, slap the ever living stuffing out of Leeds. Wait a second. Wait. Okay. So. But haven't we said on this podcast, and I think you've said it on this podcast. Yes, of course. Form doesn't matter when it's a rivalry game. Leeds and Chelsea is a rivalry game. Your rivals with Leeds? Yeah, from yeah. way back in the day. Yes, that, that that is a rivalry game. I agree with it you. It is a solid rivalry game from back in the day. 
but okay. political ideologies. And, and, and you're proud of that? No, but I'm saying form doesn't matter because leads have been shit this year. We've all said that. But for a rivalry game, everybody steps up, right? True. So Arsenal Tottenham play each other. Doesn't matter what their form was for three weeks in a row. That's going to be a good game. I'm usually. thirty. I'm 34 years old. You think 21-year-old players on Chelsea or, to- or Leeds care about yes. a, a 50-year-old rivalry? Yes, because about half of our starting lineup and a good chunk of their starting lineup came from the academy. So, like, I think it's different, Sean. Like, like if you grew up... I mean, it's weird because Leeds were like 22 years outside of the top division or something like that. Yeah, because Leeds has been relegated for that's, so long. That's, like, that's they're sleeping what I'm giant. saying. That's what I'm but saying. They it's weren't like, even they, out for that, that long, though. Hasn't been a rivalry for 30 years. Bro, they got no, relegated. It hasn't been a rivalry for like seven years. They got relegated in like 2000 or 2002 or something like that. It was no, like, they got relegated after that. Late, no. late 90s. No, it was late 90s. It was late early, 90s or early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, because because Rio Ferdinand was on Leeds when when the like the financial downturn went. Brad, what year was whatever. it? Whatever, two thousand seven. Oh, it was more recent than I thought. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so like, no. that's when they went to administration. That doesn't matter. I'm talking about when they were relegated from the Premier League. Okay, yeah, because they had to sell off everybody. It was, oh, I three think oh it was four. Nem- I think it was Nemanja Vidić. Also, I think they had Vidić and Rio. Well, they sold Rio before the collapse. Yeah, they were relegated in 03 or 04 with Leicester and Wolves. Yeah, yeah, it so was. So most of these, like, most of these guys came yeah. from the academy, and yes, it's still a big rivalry. Yeah, it might be like Mets Yankees, but Mets and Yankees is still a rivalry, is it not? Most most of your players weren't born when that was a rivalry, is what but I'm saying. Dad's sat there they're... in that rivalry. Like, no, it's still a rivalry. It still counts as a rivalry. And we're, um, we're, Tony right, Rudiger deserves a new contract. But he's not going to get it. I know, but I'm, I'm here. I'm on the Tony train. Let's get Tony some money and get him playing because two penalties. The, the second one was a little soft. Second one was a little. It's still a foul. So Keep you think the player. You think little baby, small, small, little teeny tiny Mason Mount. Born in Portsmouth, Hampshire, England, was rooting for Chelsea. I mean, he, he's been with Chelsea since he was six. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like you can I'm, make that I'm reading it right out. Like you, th- you think these players born all over the world? Like you're not a, like your local London club. Yeah. So Kristen Pulisic, like he clearly doesn't understand it. Like like it's, Mason it's, Mount that's, understands it. That's the point. All right. So maybe I picked the wrong player, but like that's what I'm saying. It's like. It's a, no, because the you, team culture is that we hate you Leeds. Think, yes. You, you think Rudiger cares about a Leeds Chelsea? Yes. Did you not see his celebrations? Yes. He does care. I don't know. I, I think I think oh, we'll, we'll argue about this. A I think I think it's a lower I think a, I think it's a lower tier rivalry. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not the Manchester Derby, it's not the Merseyside Derby, it's not the North London Derby. Um is, yeah, is Fulham a bigger rival of ours? Probably, probably. But Leeds is still a rivalry. Probably. Um, but yeah, so where, where is Leeds, by the way, I'm looking it up right now. Look it up. Um, Liverpool got a pretty important win, um, kept pace with city and Chelsea beat Aston Villa. Um, I didn't really watch much of this, but it seemed, I didn't watch any of it to be fair. Um, but it seemed to me that Villa played well, if I'm understanding this properly, um, based on what I saw on Twitter. Um, 
I don't know if you guys have any insight into this. No. Okay. I didn't get to watch much. You guys are never going to believe this. Yeah. But Leeds is in Leeds. Well, yeah. I, you, <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> hey, hey, John, Burnley yeah. Yeah. is in Burnley. No way. No way. Uh, what do I do with these people? <laughs> what do I do with them? Um, Arsenal-Southampton. I, I do have thoughts about this Arsenal-Southampton game. Arsenal get a 3-0 victory. Um, Arsenal looked super, super, super frail in the first 20 minutes of that game. There were multiple occasions where Southampton, if their path, their final pass was right, they would have had players in on goal against Arsenal. Um, so, like, I think that that's a flattering result for Arsenal. Um, you guys uh, are never going to guess where Wolverhampton is. I'm not gonna guess. Go get another Maddie. Go, go get another Red Bull, Sean. Um, please don't, please don't ruin Sean's geography lessons. This is why my wife listens to these. It's for the geography <laughs> lessons. Um, match I was I was I was paying attention to. I was following was this Burnley West Ham uh, match. So West Ham and Burnley play to a nil nil draw. That's a uh, that's a big result for for me as an Arsenal fan chasing West Ham in that fourth position. Um, Leicester slapped Newcastle for four nil. That's kind of expected, right? Yeah, Joel was like semi excited for this game. He's like, "Look, we got the new manager bounce. We're playing well, and Leicester's form is terrible." That's true. I haven't texted him since the four zero, just because like I know he needs his time to mourn. Um, but yeah, that was that ended up being rough because I think now he's in agreement that they will be. Um, the first trophy that they will lift will be the championship trophy next year. I mean, they're going to need, I mean, there's rumors that they're going to sign Kieran Trippier from, uh, from Atletico. Uh, and I think they're in for Lingard or Martial. I think they're, I, in, think I think they're in for anybody who can help them come. stay up. Yes. And um, I don't, don't think it still helps. I think all of those contracts are, uh, are like six month guaranteed with like an extra couple years. If, uh, if they don't get relegated, if they yeah. if they get relegated, then they, then they can break the contract. Um, yeah, but back on this, so back on this Newcastle thing, right? Because like technically, following the Everton model, when Everton had money come in two thousand sixteen, right? Yeah, they could technically spend up to eight hundred million. Everton has spent five hundred and fifty million euros in the past like five years before this on year, before they couldn't who? spend anything. So they've spent a lot, dude. but on so like who? Alex Iwobi. And Theo, they bought, they bought Alex Awobi for like almost forty mil, right? So, <laughs> like, look, One just of because you have, deals. just because you have money, it doesn't matter if it's three hundred twenty billion or thirty-two billion, doesn't mean you're going to make the right decision. So, we're saying if if Newcastle had that same five hundred fifty million pounds and they spent that, that means they're up to Everton. Uh, was Everton on the table? Fourteenth, fourteen, fourteenth. <laughs> Yeah. Right, so like that—that's why Sean, I don't see in four to five years because we'll say that's eight hundred million. What are you going to be at? Aston Villa, Leicester. I think, I think you. I you think have to assume you, that the. But I think your assumption so, is that they're going to get more right than wrong, and I so, think that's a wrong assumption to make for people who don't know soccer unless they hire somebody. Everybody they've tried to hire that knows anything is like, nah, fam. I'm a. I'm gonna sit this one out. They so, try to get uh, they try true. to get an emblo from um he Chelsea and um 
Monaco fame, like built the Chelsea squad, helped like funnel into the academy and funnel those players, and then did the same thing at Monaco. Um, I think he was like, "Nah, fam." The the big thing that you're like you guys are forgetting is financial fair play does not apply to the youth academy. Does it not apply to the facilities? Doesn't apply to any of that. I'm with you. They can spend 800 million pounds, like they spend 200 million pounds each year for four years before they have to show a profit because it's over five years. And one of those years you have to show a profit, right? And that's not including commercial gains or anything no, like no. that. And no, that is just specifically, that is yeah. specifically towards players. The, the, no, the towards players. players. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So they could spend $800 million now. And you end up at no, they can't. It has to be two hundred each year. But, it, but like, Sean, oh, okay. it's a rolling, it's a rolling five-year period. But Sean, yeah. so what, 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 what I'm saying is, like, you guys are forgetting, like, they're gonna spend a lot of money getting getting scouts, talent, uh, like buying sixteen-year-olds that don't apply to their first team, and like upgrading those facilities. Like, the first thing I would do, first thing I would do, you give me all those billions of dollars, is upgrade the facilities. And get a new scouting director. And how many of them do you hit on? And no scouting director wants to come. That's what I'm telling you. Like everybody they've tried to get. Well, because football is comes football over. is moving away from scouting. Football is and moving away from scouting. It is more analytical now than it has been. Um, scouting is a, scouting is a. I don't want to say it's antiquated, analytics. but then hire an analytics guy. Sure, but like, whatever. Ev- but but Sean, sure, everyone's but- doing that. What I'm saying is everyone's doing that. And Pay so them more. It doesn't count against financial fair play is what I'm telling you. They don't care. Okay. It's so if, if I, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. If I have the option to go to Chelsea, who have a well-renowned uh, uh, well-renowned academy, or Arsenal, who have a well-renowned academy, or Manchester United, who have a well-renowned academy, or Newcastle, who have a new academy, which academy are you choosing? Because you don't pay 16-year-olds. You don't pay 12-year-olds like you pay professional footballers so like how am i unless i'm from newcastle or from i'm I'm the north uh northeast of of england like why am i picking newcastle over over other clubs who have are are currently showing that their academy graduates are playing in their first team i I know i know we had this argument already but like if the number on the pay like let's say that arsenal chelsea united are offering Six million dollars a year, and new, I don't know the numbers. I don't know what they get. Paid. You don't pay children like that. No, no, I'm talking. Game. I'm talking to the to the analytics slash oh. director. Like, let's say it's six million dollars. If Arsenal comes to the or Newcastle comes to the table with twelve million, you don't f and consider it. Sure, of course, go get your bag. Like, I'm yeah, not. That's where, that's, where, that's where Abba goes. Yeah, I'll sell Newcastle, Oba. It's cool. Chill. Take him. What what I want before we went down this path, what I wanted to say is if they sign Trippier, uh Trippier, would would you say a Martial or Lingard? Or Lingard. And then they get I I think they should start at the back. I think they need to go get a keeper first. Because you yeah, start but, you start with defense. Yeah, but what goalkeeper is there in January? I, I you uh, think they could get the, I mean Willie Willie just got picked up. Cavalier just got picked up and started. Think, I know this is a long shot and you guys are probably both gonna say no. Do you think they can get Henderson out of no. United? It depends. 
I think I think if United are committed to De Gea through the end of the season, they could get Henderson on a six month loan. And I think that's where you start. I think you get one of those type keepers on a loan and start the build from there. I mean, especially with this being a World Cup, a World Cup year coming up, like players are going to be desperate to play. So like fringe players yeah. who feel like they need to play and they need to prove themselves. What what yeah. what better place than Newcastle and get and six that's, months that's of good Henderson. football at Newcastle? That's Henderson. Yeah. All the way. That's a good point, Sean. They um, can pry Henderson out of United. All right, I'll shut up. No, it's all good. Um, let me quickly hit the <laughs> let me quickly hit the league table, um, just so that we we get that covered uh, because we need to talk about it. Um, but in first position, uh, Manchester City's on forty one points, having played seventeen games. Liverpool have only played sixteen games. They've got their game tomorrow. Uh, they're on thirty seven points. Chelsea also have only played sixteen games. They're on thirty six points. Arsenal are up to fourth, having beating beaten West Ham United today. Um, they've played 17 games, as has West Ham. Uh, Arsenal on 29 points. West Ham are in 28.6 position. Uh, Manchester United is on 27 points, having only played 16 games because their game was postponed um, on Tuesday. Spurs are on 25 points in seventh position. Uh, they have three games in hand. They've only played 14, um, so they have quite a... Uh, Quite a few points that are on the table that they could get. Um, Wolves are up to eighth on 24 points. Leicester, 22 points in ninth position. Villa, 22 points in 10th position. Um, what, Brad? Oh, you're, okay. I'll let you guys do that. Uh, Crystal Palace are in 11th on 20 points. Brentford are on tw- in 12th on 20 points. Brighton, 13th on 20 points. Everton are in 14th on 18 points. Southampton are in 15th on 17 points. Leeds are in 16th on 16 points. Watford are in in 17th place on 13 points. And in the relegation zone, we've got Burnley on 11 points, Newcastle on 10 points, and Norwich on 10 points. Um, I will say all that because Burnley have two... Uh, two games in hand. They've only played 15 games. Uh, Watford, who are in 17th, have one game in hand. Newcastle, who are in 19th, have one game in hand. So uh, things could happen. Those game teams could get out of it. Um, All right. Well, that, I have an announcement to make. What's up? We're going to go down this path, James. I just decided. Okay. Okay. He's pulling so out. I, I have retranscribed the sheets of integrity. Okay. That you lost. So. We need, yes, that I lost. So these are called the sheets of unintegrity for those on YouTube. <laughs> uh, so we need, we, need to, we need to take some uh, inventory here. Okay. And I, I am ashamed to say Brad, Brad's going to be the most right. Right now. Right now. As of right now. So here we are. James's pick of the top four. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> hey. Six. And fourth. In this Arsenal. order, wait, no. We said yeah, it's in, this in order. our order. In this order. Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Leicester. <laughs> so James is the most wrong yeah, out of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. Here's where Brad's right and probably going to win this. We've got Chelsea, City, Poole, Liverpool, United. So he's got a pretty solid four right there. So he's got Chelsea. What's his order again? Chelsea, City, Liverpool, United. Yeah, it's... He's looking pretty strong right there. He could be it's right. It's written in the stars. It's written in the stars. <sighs> I'm going to stab then, you. And then I I actually wrote down some um, some comments after mine because I made some bold statements after my four. 
Okay. That I feel like need to be noted. Especially given the current table and current form. So my four was Liverpool, City, United, Spurs, in quotations, Chelsea meltdown year. <laughs> I think you also picked Arsenal to finish fifth. Arsenal fifth. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So that means Chelsea yes. are at least sixth. Yes. Yeah. So I got that real oh, wrong. Who's more wrong? So look, so look. Commenter, like friend, friends of the podcast, who's more wrong? Sean or James? Yeah, Tell us in the I, comments. Listen. <laughs> Out of, look, so I remember this because I have so much more respect for James because he knew at the time that he made those predictions that Arsenal was not winning the league. But what did he say? Arsenal are winning the league. Yo, hey, Sean, where did you put Tottenham? Fourth. Oh, you put him in the arson it's spot. Realistic. It's realistic. You put him in the arson finger spot. To be fair, I think that my my logic for why I think Arsenal could have won the league in August is still somewhat sound. I I think I, we're we're very far off. We're twelve points off. I understand that, but I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. No, I think it's not. looking. I think it's looking very long, but I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Sean, there are okay. other things on that sheet of integrity. Hold on. We also hold have, on. We also have golden boot on that. We have we do, golden boot. Wait, before we get there, hold on. Before we get there, one more time. Did you also say Arsenal was going to finish above a hundred points? But you saw a hundred points for them. No, I never. I never looked at it that deep. Because the max they could get right now is eighty. I yeah, I never, I never looked at it. Uh, I, I, I sure out it's eighty. <laughs> it might be, it might be in our group text that you said no. I see a hundred points because you wanted us to predict all of our like how many points we would. Five hundred points. I don't think I remember yeah. saying that. I think, I think you did. I, I think we I need think to look back, Brad. If you can sh- find it in the text message, put it on Twitter. I will. I think I best, best case scenario, heads. we're we're high seventies, so I, uh, that's why I think we're going to be around fourth. All right, Sean, t- tell us who you who who we've got for the All Golden right. Boot. Oh, we, do you want to skip relegation? Oh, you can do relegation. That's fine. We're, we're we're all pretty much right, so we can breeze over that pretty quickly. Uh, no, so I'm real James, wrong. James is real the, wrong. James, no, he's not real wrong. He's just got one in there that's not even close. Uh, so Brad had Norwich, Burnley, Watford. It's looking, yeah, it's looking. It's a good. possibility. It yep. is if Newcastle stays up. I had the same three. I had Norwich, Watford, Burnley. So same three. You had Brighton, Burnley, Watford. So I would like you to explain what you had against Brighton. Um, I <laughs> Brighton were really bad last year. Uh, and they've been teetering on relegation for like the last two seasons. And well, I they thought, haven't done it. I thought that this was the year that their luck would run out. Um. They're they, not, are, they're, they are they they are a result away from tenth. Hold on, I just want you to know. But but hold on, yes. they're 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 a result away from tenth. But they're also so they're on twenty points. Okay, result away from yeah. 15. They're not they're, yeah. They're a result away from fifteenth. They're halfway to safety already, and it's halfway to the season. Yeah. So they're they're pacing yeah. for safety. They are pacing for safety. Um, yeah. And then we had what do we have? We had golden boot. Gold, golden boot, not looking so great for your boy. All right. So not like we get either either one he is. So uh, Brad picked Romelu Lukaku. Not even not, in the top not ten. A, not an awful pick though. Where is Lukaku? Let's find so, out. Where he's Lukaku. five. Sean, yeah, Sean, picked, Sean picked Harry Kane. I'll be surprised if he actually has one. If he has one goal, I'd be surprised. If he has one goal, you have to eat a pickle. I eat a pickle right now without him scoring a goal. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, James, Mohamed Salah, who is running away with the goal. 14 goals, 14 goals. Um, and, and the next closest is nine. Yeah. I looked at that earlier today. So Brad, The next closest is Jamie Vardy, I think. Yeah, he, Vardy's on that. So, Brad, um, you said you picked Lukaku, and he's on he's on five goals? That might be for the full the, for the full season, including champs. Or including all of our competitions that were still yeah, because he's not even listed in the top twenty on on the Premier League website. But do you want to know which Arsenal player has uh, the most goals in the Premier uh, League? Your, your current club club captain? Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me the Arsenal player that has the most goals. He has six without I, looking I, it up. I, I, I know it. Sean knows because I, I was I was looking at it earlier. Brad, you, you're picking o- Oba. No Smith Rowe. Yeah, it is Smith Rowe. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe's been yeah, a gangster. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe's a gangster. It's, it's, six, it's six or seven, six? Six. He's on six, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's tied with um, Mason. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so hold can, on. Can, we didn't talk about Mason's goal. Hold on. Mason Mount had two great goals. His goal, uh, his goal last week, match Podcast week 15, we, didn't, we didn't hit on there. <laughs> and then match week 16, he had another great goal. It was actually an awesome cross from Alonzo. I just want to make sure that was out there. That Mason Since deserves goal of the year. Since I was uh, listening back to a bunch of podcasts, you find the sheets of integrity so I could retranscribe. Since I'm a big proponent of you, if you F up, you fix it. And I lost the sheets of integrity. So it was my responsibility to go back and listen and retranscribe them. Okay. Uh, listening back, I told you, Brad, that Lukaku was a F up when he was at Chelsea. He goes to the Italian Farmer League or whatever they call it. He's good over there, and then you bring him back, and you think he's going to score goals. I literally said that on that is on recording. He's been hurt for six weeks. He's not scoring goals, which is what you hired he's him for. He's not been in the team. He's been hurt for he's, six weeks. I think I called him just get back to training. What I think I called him hot take? dog. I think my exactly my exact quote was hot dog water. He is hot dog water in the in the Premier League. He's okay, not we'll see good. This ends. He's going to end up with more goals than Harry Kane. Harry Kane's probably quitting right now. Like he's probably signing probably his letter have. of resignation. Probably should have. <laughs> Harry Kane has he scored yet in the league? The, I, I I just said on the podcast I would be surprised if he scored a single goal. Honestly, well he um, has. I'm pretty sure he has. So, son, son has seven. I'm pretty sure he's he has he's one. Like, he has one goal. All right, it's, it was probably a penalty. Let me quickly hit match week <laughs> 17, uh, which was this midweek that's going on right now. So on Tuesday, yep. the Brentford United game was postponed. Uh, on Tuesday, Norwich and Villa played. Villa went, beat Norwich 2-0. Um, City hosting Leeds on Tuesday. City wins 7-0. Uh, and then today, uh, on Wednesday, Brighton were hosting Wolves. Uh, Brighton get... Uh, Wolves win that game 1-0. Uh, Burnley and Watford was postponed. Palace and Southampton play to a 2-2 draw. And Arsenal get a 2-0 win against West Ham. Like I said, super big game for Arsenal, taking them up to fourth. Um, and then tomorrow... In theory, Spurs are supposed to be away to Leicester, um, but both Leicester and Spurs, Leicester have a COVID outbreak right now, um, and Spurs are just coming off of a COVID outbreak. So I wouldn't be surprised if at some point tomorrow they cancel that game. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if they play it. Um, but then on <clears throat> also tomorrow, uh, Chelsea host Everton and Liverpool host Newcastle. Um, 
Leicester, Newcastle's about to have a doozy. They just got beat 4-0 by uh got beat 4-0 by, by Leicester and then they play Liverpool and then Manchester City. And then they play us I think after that. Oh. I for think. real? No. My bad. It's not us. Who do they play next? That would be murder. It is it's it's bad for yeah, like these games are always going to be losses. You can't it's United. My bad. Leicester, Liverpool, City, United. That's tough. That's a tough, Man. tough run. Um, a way to end. But yeah, honestly, there's nothing, nothing like the most important and interesting result here, I think, is the Arsenal West Ham. That was the game that had the biggest significance, in my opinion. Um, Arsenal. Uh, New West Ham have been kind of on a, a rocky form recently. They haven't been as uh, imperious, impervious as they have been. Um, so, are you guys are you guys worried about West Ham? Do you think that West Ham will get it right? Do you think that they're going to finish in the top six? Like, it's okay. They're still sure. a European I, team. Yeah, they're still I, Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I I watched that entire Arsenal West Ham game. Yeah, and, and like the the Arsenal goal was a worldie, and Fabianski was there too. Are you talking about the Martinelli goal? Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, yes, he was there, and it just went off of his fingertips. He was right position, made the right decision, and just barely missed it, and it went in. It bounced off the post. Yeah, I mean that was a Thierry Henry esque goal by Martinelli. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was, a, it was a beautiful goal, and then and then the the um, tyranny, like oh, this his goalie, volley. Oh my gosh, Fabianski! And and I when when they showed the replay, that had to be saved. Oh yeah, if, it, it did. if he didn't save it, it was a goal. Yeah, and he got it. That's upper corner. He got to there. Fabianski's a good goalkeeper. A great goalkeeper. He used to play for you guys, didn't he? Yep. He uh, yeah. He and so yeah. after Jens Lehmann left Arsenal in like oh seven or something like that. Swansea. It was him and uh, and Almunia who were fighting it out at Arsenal. Yeah. Almunia was first choice for a while, and then Fabianski displaced him. He won. Uh, Fabianski won at least one FA Cup with Arsenal, maybe two, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, before moving to West Ham. Um, but what I was gonna say is that that uh. What'd you think of that? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Did you? What'd you think of that penalty? Because real time, I thought no penalty, mm-hmm. and then I watched the replay, and I was like, "Oh no, he definitely got the entirety of the shin." So it's weird because he gets the ball, but his studs are high. But are his studs high because they go over the ball and he wins the yes. ball? I don't know. It was really yeah. clumsy. I thought West Ham got away with quite a few clumsy challenges against Arsenal in the box throughout the match. Um, there were quite a few that could have been penalties that since Taylor didn't call them penalties, they they weren't like it wasn't a clear, obvious error. But if it had gone the other way, they they probably would have stood. Um, <clears throat> I, I thought it was probably I thought it was a little harsh. And it, and, and so to give him the to give him the second yellow. Yeah, that's the but problem. Once, once you blow the once you blow the whistle, you have to either call it. A, it was clearly not even close to the edge of box. Yeah. So it either had to be a penalty or a penalty and the yellow. So he had that decision to make once he blows the whistle. Yeah. It, it, it's probably, it, I don't know. It was, it seemed to be a harsh call. I mean, it was probably a foul. 
Um, but it was, it was it was close. It's on the edge, right? Like it, it's it's almost not a foul, but I don't know. Like I, it's I, re- real time. I was like, he got the ball because he did. He did, did he, and then you and then you look at it, and like it skip his foot skips off the the ball into the calf. Yeah, and so you're like, like, oh yeah, it's probably a penalty. Does he win the ball, but win it dangerously? I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd like. I that was my emotion. Was like, no. Oh yeah. Were you definitely. at the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pub. If the you pub. What were the Spurs pub. Spurs fans quite uh, upset about that result? Uh, no, I went to a different pub. I didn't get to the Spurs uh, pub. Did you go to the Arsenal pub? Fuck no. Uh, you should go. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. I, I think no, I, I just am commenting on y'all's games because Spurs <laughs> are apparently not going to play ever. Well, we'll I see mean, if they, we'll see if they play tomorrow. They play tomorrow. I think, I, I think the plan is to I play tomorrow. I think they tomorrow. have to. I think they have to. They don't and then have we'll find, to. your, to your question earlier, I think they'll, I think we'll see who, I think they have to play. If you have enough outfield players. Yeah, but but Lester Lester right? had an active COVID outbreak. It wouldn't be for Spurs's COVID outbreak. It's because of Lester's oh, COVID outbreak. Lester. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Lester had a current was, COVID outbreak. This is going to be a cluster tomorrow. And this one's supposed to be the like this was the game that Tottenham were trying to push to get like pushed yeah, back so they can play their European game. And yeah. Conte wants to play it because of course Conte wants the trophy, and that's the easiest trophy it for y'all to get. It, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be time in the schedule for you guys to play that nah. Rens game without oh, sending like think, children. So I think you're out. Well, the the question is, will well the problem is like when, do Rens have to have space in their schedule to play it? And if yeah, they go on if, a winter break on the twenty second, they go on the winter break in a week. Yeah, but why would you why would you agree to play it? On your winter break, right, you're, if I, you're yeah, saying, you wouldn't. If I'm if I'm rent, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not playing on my winter break. It's just because they were in London, and it sounds like Tottenham had enough players to play. It just wasn't convenient. Any of the right players, you're right. And like Tottenham said, no, we're not playing. And UEFA's like, well, they kind of already tried to leave for the Super yeah. League, so I think we're not playing this game. Like I feel like that probably played into this decision. I well, like we 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 discussed it last week. If they get a three zero forfeit we do not advance i'm pretty sure you guys need to win to advance because you guys need to Vitesse, win say Vitesse won no, no a draw a draw puts us forward no hold on are you sure i'm pretty sure you guys now. need to win you need oh, to because win. of the Vitesse result you needed to match Vit- Vitesse's result yeah you're right you're right because of Vitesse because, because Vitesse won yeah, yeah they're in 10 points yeah so we yeah we have to beat ren which you probably would if you're playing your first team, but when will you have time to play your first team? And are you, are you going to sacrifice a Premier League game? Like, so it's like, say Rens, they're like, yeah, we'll play it on, we'll play it on December 24th. I, I think would, I went. Would, I went. would Tottenham sacrifice the boxing, boxing day match by sending uh, their first team to France to play Rens on the 24th and play like a reserve squad on boxing day? Would you sacrifice a Premier League match? To get a result in the conference this, league, I think they tried. Is, well, they tried to postpone. This postpone is what we, though? This match. We, that, I know, huh. but like that's not going to work anymore, Brad. Like I know the, the England. England's not going to give England's the FA is not going to give Spurs the time. The Premier League and the FA are not going to give Spurs the time to play this game. So they would have to like play back to back. Essentially, it's kind of like right. what what Liverpool did with the Super Cup a couple of years ago. They had to play their yep. children in the. 
in the Carabao Cup and the League Cup and play their first team in the Super Cup. Um, so would Spurs be willing to play their first team, their best team, against Ren in the Conference League with a chance to get a result to go into the knockout stage and sacrifice a Premier League game? So I, w- I maybe, think you do. Maybe they sacrifice the, the EFL Cup against West Ham. Maybe so that's what I would do. I think I think you do because like, what are the chances of you winning the EFL Cup? I was talking about I was talking about this a couple weeks ago where we we went. Well, now there's some big teams in the Conference League draw now too because Europa League dropped down. Yeah, Leicester. So like, Leicester. I was telling you you guys this. We went. This is from November, November seventh. We went Everton right before. Then we go. Then we went Leeds, Murrah, Brentford, Norwich, Leicester. So, and that's that's clearly this week. But then after that, we flip it and we're top heavy again, where we get all the good teams mm-hmm. at the, at the beginning of the half schedule. So we played a lot of good teams at the beginning of the year, which was good for us because now we're making the run and we're climbing back up because we're beating all the teams we're supposed to be beating. And we do the same thing on the other side, where we go after after Leicester, we go Liverpool quarterfinal, which was West Ham on the twenty second, and then we go Palace Palace Southampton Watford, which is fine. That finishes out uh, actually Palace finishes Boxing Day is the first day of the second half, right? Maybe really. we're at seventeen games now. It's thirty eight. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Sounds close enough to be acceptable. Yeah. So, so we start out with Southampton Watford, and then it goes Arsenal, Chelsea, Southampton, Wolves, City, Leeds, Everton. And like after that, all we have to worry about is United, United and Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, like after, like but, once we get City, City and Chelsea and Arsenal out of the way, we're chilling. But on top of that, though, you'll have fixture congestion now because you guys yeah. have three Premier like this period of games is already super congested to begin with so yeah. tack on top of that the fact that you're going to have to find three more fixtures three more days to rearrange a fixture there are going to be lots of midweeks where you weren't supposed to have a game that you will now have a game so it's like it will turn into like it'll be like mid-march where all the other teams are chilling for a week all of the non-european teams are chilling for a week and I'm assuming that you guys won't be in Europe anymore because I don't know how you're going to find time to play that game. But instead of having a chill week, you guys will have a Premier League game. And it's going to be... What I'm saying is the advantage of that is we're getting the last hard game in that... I see what your argument is. Is that like your last hard last game hard of the game season before United and Liverpool is in February? I get that. I hear that. I, it's a solid argument that your run into the end of the season is a lot more favorable than other teams. But it's. I think it's. It's also going to be congested. It's going to be more congested than the other teams because you have three matches that need yeah. to be rearranged. Yeah, you're right. Because we go. Let's say we. So we got February 13th Wolves. February 19th. Um, February 19th city. So let's say that Lester gets put in between there. That's not, that's not a fun week anymore. No, that's not good for us. But dude, even, even if you take your Burnley game and you sprinkle your Burnley game in there, Burnley can, can fuck around and take a result off somebody. We we have to play kids before city. We have to, we have to play kids. 
Like, and that's the thing. Like, like, and that might, doesn't do that though. That might be an FA Cup week, week, a midweek. I don't know. Like, if you guys get deep in the FA Cup, that might be an FA Cup week. Yeah, even like, even going sixteenth Arsenal to twenty third January Chelsea. Like, if somebody gets put in between that, that's a rough one. Yeah, you don't want that. No, you have to play the kids on that game because you don't want to give up any points to either Arsenal or Chelsea. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I see your your point. I see your point. Like, it's nice that you guys are like, oh, we're only, you know, we have three games in hand and we're only four points away from fourth. Like, that seems good, right? And I agree with you. That is good. That's good. But it's going to get real congested real fast for you guys. Um, quickly hitting on what we've got coming up in match week 18. Um, on Saturday morning, United are supposed to be hosting Brighton. We'll see if that game gets played. Villa are hosting Burnley. Southampton hosting Brentford. Watford hosting Palace. West Ham are hosting Norwich. Leeds are hosting Arsenal. And on Sunday, we've got Everton hosting Leicester. Wolves hosting Chelsea. Newcastle hosting Manchester City. And Spurs are hosting Liverpool. Um, and then quickly to touch on it, uh, next midweek, so about a week from now, we've got the, the Carabao Cup uh, quarterfinals. Uh, we've got Arsenal hosting Sunderland on Tuesday, Brentford hosting Chelsea on Wednesday, Liverpool hosting Leicester, and then Spurs hosting West Ham. Those last three games are on Wednesday. Who do you guys have uh, winning those quarterfinals? Chelsea. Okay, so you got Chelsea yeah. winning. Who are the other three that are winning, Brad? You got Chelsea? I think it's... I think it's Arsenal. Yeah, I think it's, hold on, hold on. I think it's Chelsea. Okay, so you, oh, you're, sorry, you're sorry, take, sorry, okay, sorry. you got Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, or Leicester? Leicester. Leicester, Spurs or United, or West Ham United? West Ham. West Ham, okay. Sean, when you say it's chalk, that means you're taking Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and who? Spurs? Because I, th- I think if that's the rundown, then Conte... Conte pulls the starters to make sure we can win that quarterfinal. So you think Conte sacrifices the game against Liverpool? Yes, I don't. It, it, it's I don't. probably it's probably a loss anyway. I, that's Conte, not how that's not how Conte operates. He's not pragmatic. He gets eleven. He gets his starters, and that's his starters. And he does not. He doesn't play the kids. He does not. Conte believe Conte is going to play to win that Liverpool game. He's going yeah. to expect to win that Liverpool game. He's Especially going to. He's going to play to win it. Yeah, you guys think so? Oh yes, yeah. I welcome, think that that's, welcome to the new Tottenham. That's a that's a, a Grinta game for him. It's you don't heart. get the yeah. Conte doesn't take games off. He doesn't like oh we'll probably lose this game. That's yeah. I don't think he does this. Ca- I don't think he does this calculations. I don't think his personality allows him to do that co- this competition. Right. Co- calculations. He thinks he can win it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, you guys got anything? Y'all don't beat Sunderland. I'm, I'm gonna laugh at you. <laughs> the thing is, we will play our kids in that game. It'll be I like uh, it'll be like Pepe and uh, Pepe, <laughs> Pepe and Abamyang, uh, <laughs> all of the outcasts at Arsenal. We might we might bring William back I, for that game. I uh, I did what? have a fun, funny interaction. Dozy is that the other one? Uh, Dozy, he's he's playing for Marseille this year. Dozy, <laughs> yeah. I, I the interaction with the uh, Scottish guy I was telling you about. Yeah, James. Um, we he, so I was like, 
was like, are you, are you rooting for Arsenal? Because we were watching the West Ham Arsenal game. Um, and I was yeah. like, are you rooting for Arsenal for Kieran Tierney? And he was like, yeah, man, it's just like a typical Scottish luck to have two world-class players and they play the same position. <laughs> right? They're two best players. Their yeah. two best players are both left backs. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're world-class, yeah. both of them. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit! I didn't even realize yeah. that." That's- it's so unfortunate for 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 them. Scotland, yeah. All yeah. right, James. Okay, Brad. Pick of the week. Pick for of the week for, for, for match week eighteen. Pick of the week. Ah, uh, uh, let me look real quick. I think it has to be. It's, I think it's I think between. It's, it's between Southampton, Brentford, and Watford Palace, but I'm taking Southampton, Brentford. I think yeah, I think I think you're right there. The obvious one, yeah. yeah. That's James' pick of the week. All right, guys. So uh, I will. Uh, I'm I'm gonna demarcate that. Yeah. Week, and uh, I will. Uh, I will not watch that game. Because let's be honest, <laughs> I'm probably not gonna watch that game. James' pick of the week of I will not watch it. <laughs> Red car radio heads, please watch this game and shame James when he tries to tell us that he did yeah. watch it. I need, yeah. I need the yeah. comments. Blowing That's, up with like fake things I, that happened in the game. <laughs> I lo- I looked down the roster and I was like, oh, this is really awesome. Yeah. Okay, hold on. In my defense, on Saturday, I'm hosting my wife's family at the house and we're doing some like early Christmas stuff. So I'll be smoking a turkey all morning. Um, so you You'll know, I I thought the yes, next but- comment was going to come a whole lot different than turkey after smoking. What do you think? I was gonna, uh, smoking what? I, 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 I don't know what you were going to say, but you started out, my wife's family's going to be here. I will be smoking. And then, like, I was, turkey was not the next word I thought you were going to say. I'm going to be cooking food, Sean. Okay. okay. I'm a fuck. All right. I just, I'm Sean, just saying how it came out. This is water. Okay. It's and this is delicious. Um, that's all we got for you guys today. That's, uh, we're a little bit long, but we had a lot to talk about. Um, maybe next week we won't spend 30 minutes on uh, – on comments, but I make no promises. <laughs> but if you are still listening and you haven't hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, like, comment, uh, hit the sub notification bell on YouTube, giving us a five car, five star comment, um, and hit lit, left us a comment. Um, could you please do that now? Please let us know what you thought about this podcast, this episode. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and we wouldn't want you to, uh, have something miss microwaved mal microwaved uh because your microwave is malfunctioning but as always um this man up top with me he is at ks brad g on twitter down below that's at whiteheart underscore sean as always i am at james tiffany we collectively are at red card underscore radio that's all on twitter if you would like to get at us there um but until next time, until next time, guys, we will uh, we'll get out of here and let you guys have have a great weekend watching some football. Find a match and uh, tell us about it. We'd we'd love to hear from you. Good night.